Rental episode 109. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. As always, my name is Ryan and I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Biff. Como se llama? If you enjoy our content, head on over to geekade.com where you're going to find podcasts on video games, movies, music, comics, and so much more. Geekade.com. What's your geek? Was that Spanish? Like, that was Spanish, right? What did I say? I I thought it was something about cheese. No. Okay. Not quite yeah. what I was going for, but I'll take it. I, I've heard como, but I don't know. Is it como estas? Isn't it? I don't know. The, no. the other thing. Mm. Me. I don't, I don't know. That's as much Spanish as I got right now. So. That's a, that's a good amount of Spanish. That's enough for this podcast, right? I, I think that qualifies you as bilingual. Especially when you can't identify the language you just spewed out. It's, it's much more reassuring. Yes. Uh, so it's been a whole two weeks since we recorded an episode. Yeah. Did anything happen? Because I feel like we just recorded like two days ago and I don't know where things are right now. Well, in yeah. the world of news, not much has happened. Okay. So wherever well, you were. They found that chick's body, and another guy seems to have disappeared since the last time we recorded. So that's oh my that's fun. Gosh, it's what not are we talking related. about? Those van lifer YouTuber people. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's really dark for this podcast. Well, you know, I wanted to start off upbeat. I have a suspicion they're going to find his body because when he came home and like immediately lawyered up, I'm pretty sure his legal counsel was like, "Here's the deal: you're going to go to prison <laughs> oh and get butt raped for the rest of your life, or." you can just go into the woods and like, I don't know, get it over with. So I'm pretty oh sure that's, gosh. that's, I, I suspect that's how the story's ending. So little pitfall right. Harry falling on a scorpion out there in, in the yeah. Everglades. Yikes. It's sad though. But yeah. Mm. It'd be cool to watch a YouTube series on somebody who's trying to be missing. Like faking it. Right. Like or, uploading or no, the videos yeah, somewhere? Yeah, uploading the real thing. Like, you know, I'm I'm missing, but here I am. You can't find me type thing. Oh. Because he's, he's pretty much guilty, right? That's what they think. I mean... There's a lot when, that leads to it. When yeah. two people go somewhere, one person comes back and they find a body for the other person, the other person immediately just like went home and got a lawyer. That's mm-hmm. not a good look. You either off somebody or watch them commit suicide and either way like you probably should have said some i don't know i guess i've never killed anybody in the woods but i kept telling my wife i was like hey want to get a van let's go check out wyoming oh my gosh but it's, but it's oh great my gosh just you and me we'll leave the kids at home too soon <laughs> too sorry soon. yeah i my my Thoughts and prayers go to that family. That sucks, but yeah, it's it's nuts. It's it's gross too. It's gross that that happens. That's the evils of YouTube. Really, that's right. And that's why we just choose to not be so famous on YouTube, so we don't run into those Mm. issues. Well, I checked their YouTube channel. Unless a bunch of stuff got taken down in the last two weeks, they only ever got one video posted. And it was a tutorial about how they were going to go on van life. So Uh-oh. didn't, oh, okay. didn't seem to pan out too well. 
Yeah. Okay. High hopes. We're a gaming podcast still, right? Let's talk video games and things and stuff. <laughs> Do you think they played video games in the van? Oh, I had so many bad jokes just go through my mind, and I was like, no, I'm going to leave that one alone. It's too soon for that. Yeah. Ask me next time, and then I'll say what I was going to say. Well, now I'm curious. That's good. Okay. It's good. So I had, yeah, I do have to share something Save with us. you guys. Uh, no, okay. this is so I've been traveling a lot uh, uh-huh. lately and just kind of in a van? all over the place. <laughs> no, not okay. a van, not a van, not in Wyoming or anything like that. But I got duped twice uh, traveling. Um, so I wore on off days or times that I was just chilling like a Mario shirt you know that's pretty much my wardrobe is any video game whatever I got it on a t-shirt that nassless chaps right yeah I typically <laughs> wear those at the same time yeah um with my vans so <laughs> very nice, nice. Uh, so people notice those things you know I'm sure you guys have walked through a store and someone's like oh Mario that's really cool so for some reason, twice, people are like, oh, my gosh, I love to game so much. Oh, yeah. What do you like to play? And then they proceeded to tell me they play board games, which is, oh. yeah, twice. This is twice. One guy's like, yeah, we should we should really play some games. Let's go over here and play some games. And it was like busting out board games. And I was like, no, this is video game related. <laughs> it was really confusing me. And so one time I got stuck playing a board game and you guys know how much I love playing board games. Mm-hmm. Not at all. So I don't know where the miss was on that. Do people just lump up gaming with everything? I think people who really love board games also play video games. So they just assume that everyone else also does too. And I think there's a fair amount of crossover, but yeah, I guess I don't, I don't think, think there's a crossover. At I don't all. see a Mario shirt and I'm like, Hey, let's play some part cheesy. That's not my thing. You <laughs> I'm know? really feeling Uno. Yeah. All of a sudden I have this urge to play Uno. Which that's like, you think about all the games that have been, you know, all the board games that have been converted to a video game. Right. Those are all the board games that the people that really love board games don't want to play, you know? Right. They don't like playing Monopoly. They want to play Catan or whatever, you know? Yes. Right. Yeah. These games that they were listing off. And again, yeah, like you said, the assumption was there that I love board games because of my Mario shirt. <laughs> and so the games they're listing off is like, have you ever played this? I was like, no, I don't really play any board games. Have you tried this one? Also never heard of that one. Is that tie-in is that monopoly 2 is that monopoly 3 i don't know is there even a trilogy of that no idea and they just wouldn't take the answer that i don't play board games yeah and so they just assume but what about this one this one's more of a dungeon crawler nope never played that one (laughs) got some connect four over there i think i played that one guess who yeah the problem with board games is there are a lot of very good board games out there, 
they all take a lot of time to learn. Mm -hmm. So you can either sit and gather people close to you and learn together, in which case it typically becomes fun at some point, or you get pulled in with a bunch of people who already know what they're doing and you feel like an a-hole and that is never fun. And that's always been my experience. Yeah. People like, oh, he's funny. He's just making jokes. No, literally, I have no idea what's going on. Well, and then usually I will not win. What always bothers me is like when I have like if I've bought a game that I'm interested in and I've taught myself and my wife to play it, then you do the thing like where you sit down with other people and then they're the people that feel uncomfortable. And like most of the time, in my experience, those people just like throw a fit and like just like, no, I don't want to do this anyway. So it's like that's why I've never bothered. It's just defeating. So if you wanted to play a board game with me, what? What game would you pick besides uh, nude Crisco Twister? I probably, oh, well, is that a board game? I thought that was just Friday nights. <laughs> oh, um, oops. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any board games that I go to. I mean, we've got the closet full of, you know, the typical kids bull crap. I've got like, I don't know, something with a monkey that farts and, you know, <laughs> Monopoly. <laughs> and there's nothing highbrow in my, in my closet. Ugh. Yeah, we just, uh, my sister just had a game night and we played a lot of, you know, the more like uh fancy adult games that you see in target and all that. Mm-hmm. What kind of adult games? <laughs> yeah. Well, this one was basically like quilting patterns. So it's not that adult <laughs> that you're thinking no. of, but um, senior is what we're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like one thing to like learn the game and you're like, okay, I got the grasp of the game, but then everybody else has played it so much that they know the exact strategy and the best way to go about things. And you're just like, right. I don't know. I'll just do this. And then it's like at the end you lose and it's like, well, okay, yeah. I guess I have to play this 20 more times before I actually figure out the way I'd want to play this. For me, it's my... just like Farkle and catchphrase. Like everything else can just go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> like those two, those two are fine. Everything else just sucks. I feel like my biggest pet peeve when it comes to, to board games is when you sit down to play for the very first time, don't tell me, oh, you'll figure it out. Right. Because I won't. I won't figure it out. Or you will through humiliation and utter defeat. Right. This is the when they like beat up on the freshmen. They're like, yeah, come hang out with us. I'm just a punching bag. But that drives me insane. You'll figure it out. Nope, I won't. And then they read the instructions and I still... No idea. No idea. Yeah. If you I like card feel games, like, though. Yeah. Some card games are all right. I learned how to play solitaire last week. Hey. Learned? Yeah. Okay. Like with physical cards. Did Sure, but you're almost 40. You've never experienced this before? No. I guess you're not, not almost even. 40, but you're approaching. I'm creeping. Yeah, that was a new experience. So you've never played like the Windows thing? Not really. I didn't really understand what I was supposed to do. Okay. Do I sound like an idiot? No, it's just hard to believe because you're like of that age where that was like that or snake or snood on a PC. It's amazing. I don't know what snood is. I have no (laughs) idea what snood is. Okay. I'm the guy that was playing Minesweeper and had no idea what I was doing. I feel like if you know what Minesweeper is, you should have played a fair amount of solitaire too, but that's... No, if it was card related, I was not interested. See, oh. like free sell, I'm not even, I don't think I know what I'm doing in that game. So there's, there's some games that you like look at it and you're like, ah, I don't know. I could see if you never learned the actual game of Solitaire, how that would not translate. It's still a little foreign to me, but I think I got it. 
I feel like if you want to put like board gamers in their place, you just learn how to play Choo Choo Rocket really well. And then invite four people who have ne- never played that game over before. And like, oh, you'll figure it out. And then just crush them. And that's the same. That's the video game equivalent of, oh, you'll figure it out with a board game. Deceptively simple, but not what, really. What button does this? You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You'll What's the point? It. Don't worry about it. The cats will always go to the right. You'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> Why are there rockets? You'll figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. <clears throat> yeah, that's funny, though. Mario. I guess there are a lot of Mario board games, right? Like there's Mario Monopoly. I have a Mario. ton of them. Yeah, ton I of them. The Mario, the, Mar- the Mario Kart Monopoly is pretty fun because it's just like it's fast paced. Two, two laps around. Yeah. Is it, did he freeze up for YouTube? If no, oh, there he is. Okay. He's back. Maybe. Yep. yep I'm here. Mario, oh, okay. Yeah. Mario Kart Monopoly. You look like you're on a space station right now. <sighs> Technical difficulties. Hmm. I have shitty oh, you, internet. You're still voice. Okay, so we have voice, okay. Andy. We have voice. Oh, and now, now I don't have Biff either. I just oh, Biff's back. Hi. Oh, they're both <laughs> back. Huzzah. Hello. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yes, I, I'm with you, though, with the Mario Monopoly being good, especially with children, because it has a designated end. It's like all races are done. Like, did you win? Yeah. So much better than hours wasted on it. I have never Monopoly. played that. It's fun. Have you played any like regular Monopoly? Like all the yeah. way through? Okay. Well, I mean, I don't make it to the end because I flipped the board by the end. <laughs> That's yeah. why we didn't play games in growing up. I not just me, but the family would just get frustrated and someone's flipping the board someone's throwing the, the thimble at somebody and walking out. And yeah. that's, that's a monopoly. At least like you can end it easily by being like, Hey, give me $20 and you can have all of my cash and properties. And that person just like ends the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, you but can you can't do that if you have one person playing extremely serious and they're like, not the rules, not the rules. Nobody knows uh, the rules to Monopoly. Yeah, everyone has house rules. rules. Yeah. Right. Can't yeah. do it. I can't do that. Did you guys ever get the uh, the CD game, the PC games in like serial? Oh, I remember like getting them, never and, like, played them though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a couple. Those were were like awful it was just basically like let's make this game 10 times longer by adding stupid animations to it you know i, like a I bunch think of that's like going to be my next collection it's just cereal box pc games mm-hmm. just get every collection. aol disc too yeah that's what i that's what i want to collect for <laughs> I had a girlfriend, sister in high school who would just like grab handfuls of those discs at Walmart every time. And she just finally like decorated her entire room in them, like the reflective <laughs> side out, like ceiling walls. Yeah. It's kind of impressive. Yeah. And then you put a bright light in there and everybody goes blind. Blind. Yep. <laughs> or they get unlimited minutes of AOL, one of the two. Or Not starting sure. a fire. Yeah. <laughs> she burnt her house down with CDs. <laughs> Mm. do you guys have video of me at all i have no video of you guys i have video of yeah, you i see you yeah i don't see either of you, you. Look you're talking good. talking circles so you look delicious <clears throat> that's what i was going for 
rolled around in chocolate before I got on. Mm. So that was your weekend. Uh-huh. All right. Just rent a chocolate fountain for a weekend. That'd be sweet. I just watched. Do you guys ever watch Cold Ones? No. No. So they did an episode on like where they bought a <laughs> chocolate fountain and then they're just like, will it chocolate fountain? They put in like mayonnaise and oh, they were putting like <laughs> toothpaste. It was pretty, it was a pretty like, it was a train wreck of a video, but it got pretty funny. It's good stuff. Was there any surprises? No, it was just two guys getting progressively drunker and like throwing shit into a chocolate fountain. So you, and it you didn't can work. imagine where that went. It, it worked okay for a 10 minute video. Noise. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, I got one thing I can talk about. It's sort of video game related. So when we were gone this last couple three days, my wife and I, for our anniversary trip, I went into a small town Goodwill and they had video games in there. Hmm. Um, what kind? The, the, the video games, um, you know, uh, checkers, solitaire, uh, that stuff. Um, <laughs> no, they had, so the tiny store, tiny town, um, with just one pile of games. It was like a PlayStation original system they wanted 50 bucks for but they had a big stack of games well, not big like they had a stack of like 10 games and everything was like flat price 299 um all of them were worth the 299 like they were all like good titles but there was like stuff like Tekken 2 and like Jet Moto 2 and stuff like that where it's like yeah that's worth picking up if I wanted that but then there were a couple of decent gems in there that I ended up walking out with so I got um Heart of Darkness which is kind of a failed game, but it was like a big deal when it was coming out because it was like in development for so long. So I got that. Both discs were in there. No manual, but not a huge deal. I think that goes for like loose 25 bucks. So that was a good yeah. buy. Yeah. And then I got a really minty copy of Point Blank, uh, which you just oh, never wow. see. And that's not worth yeah. a ton, you know, but it's worth like, I don't know, 10, 11 bucks. Um, I don't have the gun, but I bought that one. So I was like, those two are worth saving from this small town hellhole, but it was kind of cool to see. Yeah. It's too bad that they didn't have the gun there then too. I know if I'd had the gun, that'd have been amazing, but mm-hmm. nothing. So about those, that was, that was the thing I did. With video so you're games. saying Goodwill still have games somewhere? Yes. In incredibly small towns. So of- small town actually had like the Goodwill. Yeah, or was but, it like an off? But this brand is like sometime? okay, but this is like north of Minneapolis, like Brainerd, like Walker areas, where like you know Baxter is a town of seven thousand people has a Target, a Best Buy, like it doesn't make sense, you know what I mean? So sure, um, it's just million dollar lake homes up and down as far as you can see. So chain things come into play there. So yeah, it was, but yeah, it was a legit uh, branded Goodwill. It was closed Monday and Sunday, which I think normally they're closed on Sunday, but. Um, usually Monday, not so much, but yeah. So I popped in and there was one other, one other thrift store in town. that was just like a mom and pop thing that had no games at all. Um, but I don't know. So did you sell those games already? No, I brought them back. They're, they're up for trade or sell for, uh, yeah. I'm, 
that's what they're for. I'm not keeping them. They're not going into my collection. I am curious on Heart of Darkness, but I can also just play an ISO of that. So yeah, I heard it's not a great game, but I know it was like a big ambitious thing when it was, you know, rumor. Well, when it was in the works, like that got talked about for years and then it kind of fell flat when it came out. You any either of you? Oh, I know Biff hasn't played it, but have you played it at all, Andy? I don't, wow. I don't think so. Thanks for putting me in a box. <laughs> You're not a PlayStation guy. Maybe I have become one. I've yeah. never played it. I've definitely never had it before, it. but I don't think I've ever popped it in. Yeah, I want to say it's sort of like an Ibs Odyssey sort of game where it's more of like a screen by screen adventure and like hand drawn animation, like learning okay. cause and effect sort of stuff. But yeah, but all I know about it. And that it was in development for a long time and people were very excited about it. But which back then, a long time was probably like three years. Yeah, like two years, probably. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. It was still cool. It was still cool to walk into a Goodwill and be like, oh, you can. Like, I mean, I could have legitimately spent, you know, another 20 bucks and walked out with a nice stack of all good games like Jet Moto 2, um, Frogger 2. What else was there? A couple army men games back when those were good some other oh, yeah. stuff no, nothing rpg or anything like crazy but all all stuff you would have had back in the day and one what did mad they, game what they do with frogger too like just nicer frogger just more frogger yeah it was yeah. just that whole like 3d frogger but more i think mm-hmm. i don't remember anyone caring about that one like, I remember the first reboot of Frogger was like, this is going to be the best. And it was like, okay, this is functional. But, yeah. They sold a lot of them, I think, because there, yeah. there's a lot of them out there. But I know the second one was on Dreamcast, so it tells you about like how much longer that was wow. available. <laughs> I think it was on Dreamcast. I want Maybe I'm wrong. I, I feel pretty sure it is, though. So. That's probably, that probably still holds the record for the longest distance to put a number two on. <laughs> on the original game. I think so. Yeah, that's true. A traditional too. Yeah. Let me see if Frogger 2 is on Dreamcast. Well, and it's interesting too, because isn't um the very last official release for the Sega Genesis just a ROM dump of Frogger on cartridge? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> what do you think about what year that came out? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yep, it did come out for Dreamcast. Yep. Huh. Wow. So good stuff. Yeah, that was about that was about it. I uh, so yeah, I was just I I haven't played any games because that's what we did. My wife and I we were gone Sunday through. I just got home today and lake cabin on a peninsula, water both sides, kayaked, hiked. To bring the kids. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to have fun. So no, uh, they, <laughs> oh they, they had. A, I'm just kidding. They had school, so my mom was nice enough to watch her kids for a few days. So nice we school and got up early on. Was it Tuesday morning and kayaked like early morning kayak. And uh, it was cool. We came across a family of four otters, which you don't see in North Dakota at all. And you don't see them that much in Minnesota, really. I mean, more, but never been that close to a group of them out in the water before. They were like 20 feet away. They're very curious Did you about kill us. them and s- steal their pelts? No, I was making like, weird gloves? noises. I was making weird noises to get their attention. And then they just like do like the whack-a-mole thing where they like pop out of the water and like look at you and like jump back down. And <laughs> yeah, it was pretty neat. Pretty neat. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Nature and shit. That's what we did. 
That's neat. Get a few breweries. It was it was good. I haven't been to. I don't drink much beer anymore, and I don't go to too many breweries. So get to stop at a couple new ones. It's all right. Yeah, that's love pretty it. Cool. Yeah, love it. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of games actually. All oh, right. Yeah, you're saving the go, podcast. Go on. Yeah. So. Uh, Game Pass has been adding games like crazy again. I saw that. And uh, what I love about it is it's like they're just adding like these three or four hour games. So it's just like you finish them in two or three sittings and you're done. It's like perfect. Um, it's perfect. So a couple of them, they, they uh, what just games could these possibly be? <laughs> they are. I mean, the first one I probably played was it's called the Artful Escape. Okay. And it's barely a game. It's like the probably the most basic platformer that you could possibly imagine. And then the boss battles are basically just a game of Simon. And oh. but what you're looking at the whole time is really cool to see. And I mean it's kind of like so you're the nephew of basically Bob Dylan. And you're expected to be just as good as bob dylan naturally yeah you don't want to be that you kind of want to be your own thing so what you end up being is like creating your own persona kind of like a david bowie style and uh, you actually go to space and you go to all these planets just like basically real david bowie songs and that's kind of the game you're just shredding guitar while you're platforming the whole game do you have friends with Elon Musk? Is he your other uncle? What's the deal? How do you get to space? I don't understand. Uh, you're just too good. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I would say it's barely a game, but. But it's an experience, which is sometimes yeah. just as fun. Yeah. Pretty much. And it's pretty short. Three or four hours, maybe. Okay. And then uh, the next one I played after that was Subliminal, it's called. It's kind of like a portal, I would say. But instead of portal, it's using objects in perspective. So you can grab like a chest. It starts out where you grab a chess piece. And if you turn around and just put the chess piece, like the view on the other side of the room, it becomes like a 10 foot tall chess piece. So it's a lot of puzzles like that where you're changing sizes of different things and ripping stuff off. And by the time you get to the end, it just turns into. Uh, it just breaks your brain as far as like what you're looking at. It's pretty nuts. Um, and that one's only a couple hours long too. Okay. But it definitely has like a portal vibe to it. Where <clears> they, <throat> they don't want you to escape and, but you're doing puzzles to escape. And then the last one I barely played because I was really disappointed in it. I saw this like on an Xbox thing a long time ago. It was, it's called Skatebird. I, I and, didn't realize it was coming to Xbox. I thought it was only on Switch. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was on Switch that they announced that. Maybe. Yeah. But it it it, it is on Game Pass. Um, okay. Good, because I was almost going to buy it to experience it on Switch. But then I left it. No, no. Just I heard, it, I heard it was not good. Yeah, the camera is awful. Like you can't. You get it into a corner, and you can't see shit. And it's like the. The original Tony Hawks had some of that issue, but right. not even close to the, how bad this was. And the controls are just not as tight as a Tony Hawk. 
even though they're definitely trying to be a Tony Hawk game. And I saw a clip from one of the reviews where like they were showing how janky like the physics were. And it was like the bird lodged the skateboard on a rail, like mounted to the wall and like the board just locked in. And like, that was, that was it. Like there was no escaping it. You're just like stuck on the wall unless you restart the game. And I was like, well, that's kind of effed up. Like put a reset button in if you know that that's going to be a problem. Cause this game's already yeah. been delayed once. So clearly they had issues, but yeah. Plus like the, the Ollie system is like, you can flap your wings if you're on flat ground. Okay. But it, doesn't really work very well you would think then if you ollie up a ramp you should be able to fly higher but instead yeah but instead what you're doing is you're going vertical and then you're flapping so what you're doing is you're just pulling horizontally away from the ramp instead of going actually higher you know so it's it's not it's not great but well that's too bad i was hoping it would at least be an enjoyable dumb game but it sucks that it's not there I still is, feel like I need to try it though. There's one bird called Tiny Hawk. Tiny Hawk. Nice. Yep. A little, a little hawk on a bird on a skateboard. Be better if it was like a cockatoo and it was called Tiny <laughs> Cock. <laughs> <laughs> or Tony Cock. Uh, oh, Tony God. Cock. Because <laughs> uh, he's a cockatiel. He's it's not perverted at all. It's funny, I got home and my son was like really wanting to skateboard today, so I was teach, trying to teach him how to ollie, like trying to explain the the motion flow that your body needs to do to like a seven-year-old, and just watching him do it. He's like, I can't, I, like, I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, bud, like it's going to, trust me, we're not going to figure this out in the next 15 minutes, so it was fun. I couldn't do that when I was 17, barely, so. Yeah, yeah, we, so I showed, I showed up that one and then we just progress to like let me show you how to like do a proper kick turn so you can actually turn around in our driveway because he would do like the like pie thing where you like chop the board over mm, like, yeah so but then like i could get him to understand the movement that his legs needed to make to make the board turn but he wouldn't he kept failing to understand the like how your body needs to follow through with the direction change so he'd be like turning his board and, like flying into the garage i'm like <laughs> gotta work on this bud so so my son is uh trying skateboarding as well yeah so maybe we gotta get the kids together yeah but my son doesn't want to go to the skate park you know how kids kids are especially that age where anything that they try they're professionals at it and they will tell you how professional they are even if they've never even played a sport they're like yeah i'm really good at that oh okay sounds (laughs) good so he has been uh on his skateboard and he's like, Dad, I just want to let you know I'm pretty much pretty much going pro right now. And I was like, What do you what do you mean? And he's like, Look how I turn, and he's doing the pie thing. <laughs> and he's like, This is what the pros do. And I was like, No, they don't. They don't. And he's like, It's a pretty tough trick. No, it's not. <laughs> and it's not. And he's so convinced. Like it just I try to stay so patient, but he's, he argues so much. Like, no, this is this is the pro move, Dad. It's like you'd love the conversation I had with my son tonight too. He's like trying to do the turns. He's doing like the crappy like chop turns, and then I was like, you know what? I might help, son. Maybe if you didn't have Crocs on. He's like, no, people wear Crocs and skateboard. I'm like, do they? Have you seen a lot of professional skateboarders on the internet with Crocs on? He's like. 
okay. And then he just like stop walks in the house oh and comes gosh. back out with Nikes on. And I was like, well, at least we're making some progress here. That's nice. My son would have argued that until the <laughs> end. He'd be like, no, they do. I've seen it. I've seen it. Do you uh, think Tony, if Tony Cock has that? <laughs> yes. He's got his pro croc line. It's the cock line. <laughs> his cock line. <laughs> If Air Crocs Cox. came in, if like Crocs came in and really wanted to be like a big name sponsor, do you think they could make that happen with somebody? That'd be so funny. Oh, I'm sure. You throw enough money at somebody, they'll rep it, right? They're going to look yeah. like a pair of vans, like, but just with holes. I want to switch cheese. I want to see him like kick him off mid flight. That'd be a, yeah, like a Superman like a with a Croc. Trick. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Like shoe variations in your like late flips would be great. Would you say that skateboarding is still big? Not like Tony, when Tony Hawk, I mean, he brought it to a level that was out of control for a short amount of time. I mean, it, so is it still, still there? It ebbs and flows. Like t- skateboarding tends to go in like a 10 year cycle. I'd say we're in like an ebb right now. Like, cause the industry is kind of falling apart, like the traditional industry. So a lot of the big money makers now rely on the YouTube um, like people and like pro companies and board companies that are like, mm-hmm. so there's like this whole, like f- there's factions right now. Like there's still birdhouse. There's still some of the main companies like element, but then there's also um, Braille, which is like the biggest skateboarding channel on the planet. And there's also revive. And those people have like made their way huge in the industry and generate tons of revenue, but they're not considered professionals or real companies according to like the gatekeepers. So skateboarding is in a weird spot. I'd say it's still like prominent, but it's, it's much more fringe. I mean, the fact that it made it to the Olympics this year kind of surprised me that probably yep. was mm-hmm. mostly just off of the success of skate league, but skate league is like super divisive also in the world of skateboarding. Cause that's not, I don't know. That's not what skateboarding is, I guess. Like, right. So I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think skateboarding is still like arm's length. Yeah. Plus I feel like half the people that probably would have got into it back in the day instead went into longboards now, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, it's different than, well, like when we were kids, people were doing technical stuff, but now people are doing like, you know, fucking, flips off stairs with like a late three flip out like the, the <laughs> amount of skill that it takes to actually be professional now and like the amount of coordination and like limb movement is mind-blowing like skateboarding the technicalities progress to a point that like i don't even comprehend like it's it's nuts i don't know i can't remember if you sent me a youtube video forever ago do you remember the soap shoes yes yeah, I that, watched uh, a video of like the guy that was spo- or still sponsored. Soper? Yeah, the yeah. professional soaper. I don't know if you sent that to me, but I, <laughs> I was it Sonic Hedgehog. Came, no, it's yeah. like Jason Jimenez or something. Like what it the hell is this guy's mind name? And uh, just right, like when it was big and it died the next day, you know. Yes. And uh, he was like sponsored, and it was all big, and now yeah, he's Ryan got nothing. Jimenez. Yeah. Yeah, they did wow. a documentary. Well, it's hilarious, too, because he tells a story, and you can tell that this guy's just, like, a real, like, bro dude, like, moron. He's like, yeah, I was sponsored by Soap, uh, but they wouldn't give me a pro model, so I sent out a email, like, talking about what a whack-ass 
joke of a company it was. But what happened, you see, <laughs> is I accidentally hit reply all. So he sent it all out to the company instead of like his buddy he was trying to. And he was using their email server and because uh, he worked for the company and then like, yeah, got himself fired. So he ended his wow. own pro, his own pro soap career. And then in part of and the he's still running around California, just doing it by himself. <clears throat> yep. And he's like overweight and like 40. Uh, yeah. And then he's got, he, he is like, and he's like showing off his tattoo where he had like the soap logo um, tattooed on his arm. And he's like, and then I Google, he's like, I don't have money to like get him removed. So I, I Googled it and it said, you can like burn it off with a spoon. So that's what I did. I'm like, holy crap. You are an idiot. Wow. Yeah. Was it, I think it was Sonic Adventure that they soap made shoes. a big deal about yep. that. That the sponsorship. Sonic was wearing, yeah, he was wearing soap shoes. Yep. Yeah, soap shoes That lasted a whole, like, what, three months? <laughs> yeah, Heelys lasted longer than soap shoes. I mean, oh that's my saying gosh. something. Which I should send you that clip. You guys ever seen Heely Cops? No. Oh my God. I'm going to send you that, Jim. Heely Cops. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so did you ever want a pair of soaps? No. Be honest. As a young man, the idea of like jumping up on handrails and crotching myself was terrifying. Mm-hmm. So the answer to that is yeah. no, I never wanted to jump <laughs> up on a rail. <laughs> even, yeah, even even skateboarding, if the rail was taller oh, than my waist, yes. I'm not doing anything with it. If I couldn't slap my board onto the rail from the ground, I wasn't <laughs> yeah. trying it because there's a million ways that goes wrong. You guys are logical thinkers. <laughs> That's good. I uh yeah I remember once like when after I got pretty good at skateboarding like I didn't I never did a lot of rails I just remember going to the skate park and they had like a handrail like foot off the ground you know and I was like yeah. super confident I'm like hell yeah I'm gonna 50 50 that thing jumped up and immediately kicked the board Ooh. out and like just laid myself out and caught it right in the spine I was like I'm never <laughs> doing a rail again like done nope <laughs> did you ever do it on a snowboard yeah also, oh, okay. not did not like that. Uh, yeah, I I, I, I I did one in um, Montana one time on like they're like uh, they used to call them Bronto rails where it's like you know a handrail but it's like six foot up and I was like I got this and I went and hit that as fast as I could, kick the board out again Clank. too. Yeah, and I managed to like in the heat of the moment like land on my ass and catch the bar and, like still hold myself up. But yeah, that was the end of that for me. That's the only time <laughs> I ever felt safe. On a rail? Was having a board strapped to my feet. Mm, yeah. So I knew it wasn't going in between my legs. Yeah, but there's still a million ways that goes bad. And like, <laughs> right. all you need is one good scare. And I was like, nope, that's not for me. <laughs> no, I'm going to just cruise down the mountain. Especially after I broke my arm snowboarding off that little jump that time. I was like, man, I used to go off of like 10 foot tall jumps. And I was like 25 feet in the air. I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Like, I could have nope. died. <laughs> Uh, oh it's good that you think realistically yeah a little too late yeah two foot no. jump surgery on arm 10 foot jump dead that, that was my logic mm. and that's kind of where it stuck I'm, after that i'm gonna have to go on ebay and see if i can buy a pair of soaps i'm sure you can there's probably well, some the whole had... reason why we okay oh, oh, that's the whole reason why we probably couldn't have flat rails right because some dumbass had soap shoes right it wouldn't work Right, you gotta have the round rails to lock in properly. Yeah, they're uh, expensive. There's gotta they're be a, there's gotta be some asshole on Etsy who like 3D prints like inserts for like Nikes that you can just put in. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's probably oh, like this, a boutique uh, business. Sonic the Hedgehog black and white ones mm. are eight hundred dollars. That is that is eight hundred and 
one dollar is too much. I think they should be giving them to you. They're between two and four hundred dollars. Oh, oh man. Yeah, you could just glue a platform on the bottom of your shoes and go. You could just <laughs> like a wood saw, plank. You could just sawzall the blades off the bottom of some roller blades and just like run. Just take ski boots. <laughs> They're ski already boots. hard in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> just do that. That's awesome. Um, What's up, bro? And like you're like <laughs> stiff legged across. Somebody needs to do oh, this now. Man. That is hilarious. I think the the roller shoes have lasted a lot longer than the soap shoes. Yeah. I think you can still I, buy Heelys if you really look hard enough. I think so. I actually saw not too long ago, like uh, last week about this like startup and what the startup does is they just like make specialty inserts that will are compatible with like most shoe brands like Nike and Adidas. And you can either buy the shoes prefabricated or you can get yours modified if you send them in, but they basically like take them insert like a locking plate in the middle of the shoe, almost like a Healy, but then it's got detachable uh, four wheel roller skates that you can just like pop onto your normal tennis shoes and just like click wow. out and walk away. Yeah. Is that considered fruit booting? I mean, I don't know if that term's acceptable anymore, but yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. 100%. Didn't mean to bring that up. Uh, I was just watching the, um, there's a Tosh.0 where he like does like a web redemption with the skateboarder. He's like, do you ever hang out with Rollerblade? He's like, no, I don't fruit boot. And he's like, what did you call it? He's like, I'm keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How did we get down this rabbit hole? Oh, Skatebird. Full circle. Skatebird, yeah. Full circle. Shitty game, but Tony Cox. Tony Cox. Yep. Air Cox. <laughs> get yours today. He put his blood into a skateboard. Do you guys see that? What? Yeah, like yeah, that, but like he didn't think it was supposed to be that way or something. Right. It was right? Like a collaboration with like that liquid death company that just sells like it's literally canned water, but they call it liquid death. I think um, it's <laughs> yeah. for like extreme athletes. It's the monster of water. But yeah, they like took his blood and <laughs> put it into like red paint and then made 300 skateboard decks with it and then sold them all really fast. That's disturbing. And probably not healthy. No, not healthy. Mm. A lot of kids All got right. a lot of kids get the Rona through those decks since that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or HEP or yeah. the HIV or any of those. Bird flu. All of them. It's not yeah. Good. As you do at a skate park. Yeah. I was watching the so Island Park skate park that is kind of downtown Fargo ish. I was uh this was a quite a few weeks ago but it's just funny to see that demographic now is it's just such a weird group there's a whole bunch of kids on scooters everywhere they're not welcome at any the razor park scooters ever, can i just say are that everywhere right, in the, the bane of everyone's existence and i was seeing zero tricks a lot of people just standing around holding boards and holding razor scooters but nobody was doing anything. Because so. the Raider, Razor Scooter kids usually get in the way once the right. skateboarders start moving. So they're waiting for the skateboarders to start moving. And, and it's not worth skating if there's a bunch of scooter kids because then the Karens come out and get mad yeah. at the skaters for skating in the skate park that's meant for them. I mean, there's always a fair amount of kids standing around with the skateboard at a skate park. But, I've, but not skating. Right. I've wanted to yeah. skate that park so bad for as long as I've lived in Fargo. And I just... 
like I'm old, right? Like I, the best I can do is like roll around and like hit some transition. And I want to go so bad because that park looks awesome. But I'm just like, there's never a time that nobody's there. So like, I just don't do it. You got to go during the school day. It doesn't matter. Every time I've gone by. Really? Yeah. So usually what I'll do is I'll get up early on like Saturdays. If I want to skateboard a skate park and then I go out to that one out in West Fargo because I got like a half pipe or a mini ramp. Oh, the Lindenwood or uh, no, Edgewood um, or yeah, whatever maybe, it is. Whatever it is by West C- Fargo. Yeah, City Lights or whatever that thing is out there now. The lights. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, the lights. It looks cool. But I'm too embarrassed. There's one if you go down 13th Avenue all the way west. That one's very quiet. Oh, that was, yeah, the red one way out of town. No, that thing's a piece of crap. I'm going to skate in that. Okay. Well, beggars can't be choosers at this point. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. You either grow a pair and you get down to Island Park. I think or you just I think I'm at the point where walk I'd around with your soaps. Build my own quarter pipe in my backyard or something. Do that. And soap on that. And soap on that. But realistically, <laughs> like I get on a skateboard like once a year and then I'm like, I am almost 40 and I have to pay for the medical expenses. And also mm-hmm. typing with a broken wrist seems very hard. <laughs> I'm just going to step off and we'll just come back, revisit this in another year. But Well, that's man. why I'm surprised that you want to do it when nobody else is around because I that's need somebody true. to call the ambulance. Yeah, we have cell phones now at least. I, can yeah. I think soaping on a half pipe would be hilarious. Just run up and like you just like run it, run and run it, and then get on the <laughs> slide and then run, run, run. Like it to me, I think that would just look hilarious. Uh, Do you suppose sure like the guy who invented the soap shoes was just like, I got this brilliant idea, and he like just walked out of high school, and there's like the group of chicks, he's like, hey ladies, he just stands there awkwardly, and then he just like bolts for a rail and like slides down it and walks away, <laughs> like doesn't look back. He's like, yeah. He's glued his Irish spring bar to the bottom. Well, you probably watched all those 80 movie, 80s movies where the guy like slid down the rail on his ass, you know, and it's how cool that was. Like, what if you just. Dude, that's true. That's the origins of the soap shoe. What if you just stand and do it? What oh. if we made soap pants? <laughs> I like it. Where there's like a little in, it, indentation no, 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 and you just like yeah, jump on it. No. You do like a hard plate and like the indentation is between the cheeks. So you just like oh, full no. up run down like crack slide a whole rail. Like this is great. There's like some guy just running and then straddles the bar it would be so hilarious. Oh god, it would look so amazing. But oh and then you could put like a handle that comes out the front. Like and then it has like handlebars, so it's, you're just like riding this down the rail. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, nope, he's good. He's got oh, some pants." That'd make a great video scene. Everybody's reaction to that, <laughs> like, "Oh, his balls. Nope, he's good. He's that good. would be good. Oh, shit. that would be impressive for the ladies. <laughs> wow, look at him. His jeans need to be carried forward. Let's get on that immediately. Was that a 180 crotch ride that he did there with the 50 50 split? Wow. That's, yeah. The, yeah. It yeah, depends on the trick. Yeah, you have to have a nut on each side. Yeah. That's the thing is like, depending on where your nuts lie in the sack on either side of the rail is like how it's the variation of the grind, right? It's either 50 50 or you got like the south side or up yeah. west. Is he or, goofy? Is he riding goofy? <laughs> I did a nollie on that one. Oh, God. oh man, I would. I wish we could see something like this. This needs to happen. It's sick. It's sick. I could 3D print that. 
I don't know how you should. Your well, ass, who are we going to get to prototype it? Because I don't want to be the guy who tests it out the first time. It would end in a broken tailbone and two shattered testicles. <laughs> and it probably keeps even worse. Oh, man. Yeah. Like somebody so just funny. like slowly trying to do it, like getting up on a rail and just going down. Mm, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> those skateboarders like... <laughs> where sometimes the people like hold them on the rail to get them started. Just like yeah. you're sitting there and two friends are like balancing you on this rail. <laughs> Wouldn't be awkward at all. So how does that work with like soap pants and a half pipe? <laughs> like you run and then you squat down. <laughs> run, squat down. Like sacking yourself on each side. I love it. Oh, wow. We went down the rabbit hole, boys. Oh we invented my gosh. a product that needs to happen. Yeah. Somebody throw some money at this. Let's uh let's put a commercial together and upload it. <laughs> so pants. <laughs> they have to be they probably have to be shorts that basically almost go to your socks, right? That that would be the target market for soap. It could be a, essentially yeah. a velcro thong, plastic thong. Oh yeah. You put in strap on (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to be putting my balls and ass crack on the line I need something better than velcro down there I'm telling you that right now yeah yeah if if you have a malfunction it's bad we start with 3M strips and work our way up (laughs) gotta gotta keep the cost down it's just gorilla duct tape on around your thighs (laughs) You can tell everybody you soap pants is because they have like this <laughs> ring around their upper thigh that's just hairless from where you adhere it each time. Then you got to explain to all the other people as you just walk around your day while you have a half a pipe glued to your ass. <laughs> I think we could just put a compilation together, like a video of like guys just racking the rail and be like, so far, <laughs> so far. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it'd be pretty easy to prototype, right? It's just literally like strapping a grain shovel to your ass. I feel like it's kind of what we're going for here. Yeah. I mean, that's pr- a little more cumbersome than I was it. hoping for. Yeah. Well, you got to start somewhere, you know, function over form. And and you have to wear <laughs> jeans over it, though. Over it? Then, yeah, because oh, then it creates the, the illusion. I think that... the denim might slow your grind down, though. Right. Could be a problem. Because the soap shoes were meant to just be walking around, and if you just want to run and go right. for it, then mm-hmm. go for it. So you got to have pants that are ready to go for it. That's true. This was good, guys. I love that. <laughs> that was weird. All right. On the other side of the soap epiphany. Anything else gaming related happen? <laughs> I'm going to go on that record here and here? saying like, the last 20 minutes of this podcast might be the f- my favorite rabbit hole that we've ever gotten down. It is so funny. <laughs> I don't know what we're oh, doing man. as a show anymore, but I loved that. No, oh, but my eyes are watering. My like ass crazy is the- <laughs> Oh, yeah. Soap. Ugh, man. Oh, man. Fuck. That's good. Mm. No, I feel like I just haven't had time for gaming at all. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. It's been. I like the idea of it. Easy. Yeah. Well, I'm realizing too that there just haven't been any games that have like jumped out at me. Like I want to play WarioWare, but I feel like I'm going to wait until I can get WarioWare on Black Friday sale or just go to Walmart for whatever reason. Cause that game's already like $39 at Walmart, which how is Walmart selling games at like full $10 off right away when it's a $50 yeah. game? I don't get it. 
Um, that's been the only thing that's like sort of piqued my interest. And I got a guy at work who always reminds me that Diablo two is coming out, but I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't know if I, I have a question now. on that. Yeah? I have a question on Diablo. Uh-huh. Love it. It's great. Well, you so love Diablo, Satan. we've established this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the game Diablo. So Diablo two. Is it a new game? Is it a reboot? Yeah. What is it? It's like it's a reboot of the second one with this sort of like I think they've inherited like use some of the three pieces, right? Like the camera angle and stuff. But I don't think they've removed the core elements of two, right? Is that kind of my understanding? Like a lot of the like systems and things that were in play are still in play here I, is kind of what i've picked up on yeah i i guess i haven't dug into the minutiae on what they're changing i'm guessing they're adding like the more consoleized stuff to it are they because it is a console version too or no yeah yeah it's coming yeah. To everything but i mean i think that that game like the f- I, I could be wrong but from what i remember wasn't too just like a solo game in the main story or do they eventually add co-op to that? I know there was co-op elements, but could you do the whole story co-op? No, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. And that's just confusing for me. So I'm, again, new to the whole Diablo gaming stuff. Yeah. And so I have three. That's what yeah. I've played. Three is a much different beast and so than what like, came before. Well, is two, do they like go, like, are they going down in numbers? Like, no. play Diablo 2, play Diablo 1. <laughs> Like, I'm really confused. It's still based so. off of the game that came out in, like, 2001, so. Will we ever see a brand new Diablo, you think? Yeah, they've already announced four, man. It's well, coming when? out. I don't know. They've been talking Pretty about soon. it for a couple of years. Yeah. Did that thing ever come out? No, I think it got delayed, too. Plus Blizzard like right now. The pandemic, plus Blizzard Activision, that whole thing is, like, mm. it's a little dicey on wanting to give them money for anything and then how that's impacting development as a result. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll give them money. You'll give them the what for Well, I did have, if nobody else has news, somebody had a request for a quiz last time. Shebang. I got something in the mail and I was like, perfect quiz. All right. Is it the friends card game? No. I don't know anything about friends. We're going to go through Tinder. We're going to swipe left or swipe right. Um, Oh, fun. uh, No. So I got a book in the mail. Is that like Twitter? Yes. Uh, But grosser. Maybe not. Actually, Twitter's kind of gross. I got a book in the mail that I was excited about and I ordered a long time ago, which they said was already in production and done. So it kind of pissed me off that it took two months to show up. But anyway, that's a limited run for you. Uh, I got the Virtual Boy Works from Jeremy Parrish, and it's the all-encompassing virtual boy book. So it's a small book. It's a pamphlet. Yeah. It's, it comes with 3D glasses. It's it's a fold-out three-pager. This one was like, okay, it's one and done, right? Like I buy it and like comes with 3D glasses. Um, oh, that's cool. Covers all the games. So I figured we'd do a little bit of a a rundown here. Oh, I don't know the virtual boy no, at all. Nobody cares. <laughs> So we're just going to do some questions. Um, one of them that I want to ask, I'm only like fairly 
confidants. I'm just going to see if I can find the answer to it to reaffirm before we continue on. Um, it's red. It's not. That's not what I was looking for. I was looking. Oh, thought you wanted to know what color it was. No, looking for launch year. I think I know what it is, but okay. Don't you dare do any okay. typing, Andy. So yeah, no typing. <laughs> uh, what year in the U.S. did did uh, the the Almighty Virtual Boy oh. from Nintendo launch? Ninety one. I'll say 95. Okay. So Japanese launch was 95. Oh. And then US was 96. 91. 96. Keep in mind, Biff, that this is out about the same time as the uh, Ultra 64. So that uh, drew a lot of attention away from. Roger that. Yes. Who is the creator of the Virtual Boy? Largely responsible. Shakira Miyamoto. Kanpei Yokai. Yes, and also Shakira is a uh, musical artist. <laughs> I think you're confusing. <laughs> I kind of want to see that meme now, but yes, Shakira Miyamoto. Shakira, he's big in Japan. Uh, I love it. She's big in Japan. But yes, that was correct. Gun- His mustache don't lie. <laughs> Who was right? Gun- Who was it's right? Kanpei Yokai, of course. It was. Uh, he's the creator of the Game Boy. Game and Watch legend. He uh, was ousted from Nintendo kind of after the failure of. Well, the rumor was that he he wasn't really ousted, right? He like basically they put him in a closet and be like, don't do anything. Yeah. So there's this thing in like Japan called Japanese culture where if you bring shame upon your company, like they won't outright like can you. But yeah, they stick you in a corner and like you're relegated to spend the rest of your miserable existence unhappy and unrewarded. And so. That allegedly oh. that's what happened. He did leave, of course, Nintendo and make the uh, Wonder Swan and then died before that came out. Mm. But yes, he uh, he was hoping to strike lightning twice. And limited technology. But a successful platform, it didn't quite work, but I think there's been a lot of speculation that the virtual boy was rushed and he had cautioned against against it. Um, so Andy's got one. How many titles in the U.S.? How many how many games in total came out for the Virtual Boy? Nineteen. Twenty-six. Oh wow! You guys give far too much credit. It's fourteen. Fourteen U.S. Oh, releases. Oh man! Yes. That was my second guess. <clears throat> yes. What was the pack-in title for the Virtual Boy? Uh, Telero, uh Telerobot. Ro. Uh, shoot. What is it? Telerobot. Robux, the uh, the tennis one was it was in fact the tennis one. Yes, I hate you, Andy. <laughs> so Andy's got three, <laughs> two, two, two. You I never liked in. you. <laughs> no, that one. Um. So the Virtual Boy wanna... has the um, link cable, so that you could essentially at some point do two player gaming. How many? How many U.S. Ooh. Virtual Boy games? Have two player. Hmm. I'm gonna say three. I'll say Tetris. That's it. All right. The answer is zero. That was a trick question. But uh, ah, yeah. I was gonna say I didn't know of any link cable. Yeah. I don't think it actually maybe made it. To, I don't know if it actually. Made I like it to, to play two player Virtual Boy 
with no link cable. Yeah. One <laughs> eye, you just put an eye up there. It's been yeah, tough well, during COVID, you know, but yeah, six feet apart. It has been. Just took a periscope. That's hot. Yes. Yeah. Me and my wife, I'm like, hey, you want to play some player virtual boy? Giggity. Uh, what's that one called? Nestor's Funky Boning. <laughs> 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 oh uh, man uh, that's good yeah <laughs> or vertical force no i'm just kidding <laughs> that's an, that's an actual game <laughs> dual meaning um okay so I, i've I've named i've named off a few so we've talked about tennis i just said vertical force um obviously we mentioned there's a tetris you guys get a point for every other game you can name that came out for that system. I'll start with Biff. Well, there's Wario Land. Okay. Yep. You get a point. Andy. Um, Mario Clash. Yep. Point. So oh, I forgot about three that one. to one. robots. We already talked about that one, didn't we? Dang it. Well, you never confirmed or denied okay, it. Okay, I'll give it a point. So it's two to three. Yeah. Uh, Waterworld. Oh, yes. Two to four. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Gary Kitchen's Battle Tank. <laughs> it's an that interesting guess, but no, that would have been good. <clears throat> Hmm. 3D Tetris. Yep, I already mentioned that one though. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, is there a Yoshi game on there? <clears throat> Wait your turn. Oh, sorry. Jack Bros. Totally good. Do yeah, deep cut Jack Bros. That's the one everybody wants. Also, a game that Biff could play with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Giggity. Did we name all of them? Uh, no, you guys are kind of missing like an obvious genre of game that might be good to well, it would, dive into. Did we, there's a oh. Mario, right? Yeah, we've ne- we've talked about both those. Oh, the, the Mario and the Clash yeah. and the Mario, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> the pin, there's uh, a pinball, right? Really? Oh yes. There's a pinball. Yes. I don't know where you're at now. Pinball. Five, six. Is it called the name pinbot? is Pinball. Galactic Pinball. Yeah, that's my second what, what guess. What about sports games, guys? I'll give you. Well, you already said the bowling one. Mm-hmm. We already said tennis. Mm-hmm. There must be a football game. No, remember football was not popular back in 1996. There was another sport that Americans were obsessed with. Baseball. <laughs> that, yes. Virtual League Baseball. Oh. And there's also another sport that's on everything for for all time. Basketball. It's just simply named on, on the virtual boy. Darts. FIFA. <laughs> it uses a, a stick and a ball. Lacrosse. <laughs> a club. <laughs> golf. Golf is what I was going for. Oh, it's just called okay. golf. So yeah, the, the library in the US is 
Mario's Tennis. Was that a sequel to NES Golf? <laughs> no. Was it the same game, just red? No, nah, it looks like just garbage golf. I don't even, I'd have to look Dang at it. it. So, yeah, the, the full last list was Mario's Tennis, Clack Pinball, Telro Boxer, Red Alarm, which you guys did not mention. That was kind of early on. Oh, yeah. Virtual League Baseball, Mario Clash, Jack Bros, Golf, Panic Bomber was the other one we missed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vertical Force, Wario Land, Waterworld, Nestor's Funky Bowling, and 3D Tetris. So. So I'm up right now, right? No. Good try, though. Okay. I'm the only one who doesn't own a virtual ball. Uh, how many of those? How many? Here's the tiebreaker. Actually, not even a tiebreaker. Cause Was Andy, it a tiebreaker? Andy just, cr- yeah, Andy just crushed nope. you. But I'll take a tiebreaker. You said <laughs> it. For a bonus you point. You spoke it into existence. You still lose. Biff can get this. But how, how many of the 14 games is, does Ryan have in his collection? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ryan's got eight games. I'll say three. Jeez, Andy. You're a low ball of guy. I got nine. Oh. I got nine of them. Oh, really? Nine. Wow. I'm missing. So that was winner's take winner take all, sure, right? You can have it. Yep. Sorry. I'm missing Andy. the expensive time, ones. Buddy. I think you the most it. expensive one I have is 3D Tetris, which is like I don't know where that's at now. It was Pushing like the hundred dollar, like eighty hundred dollar mark, but <clears throat> I don't know that anybody cares anymore. But has, has Virtual Boy gone up with the retro gaming bubble in COVID? Like, I feel like not, right? Like, people mm. still don't care. Maybe like the Jack Bros. <laughs> yeah, because that's like the one. But right, what is that game like? I, I guess I've never heard of it. Konami game, right? And it's like, <clears throat> no, it's like uh, Atlas. So it's oh, like Atlas, Shin Megami Tensei. Yes. But it's like a puzzle, like almost like platformer up top. Yeah, you clear the maze and then you go through an exit hole and fall down to the next platform. mm -hmm. But it's all like in a progressive 3D space, right? It's like a bunch of catwalks. Yeah. That you're just falling through. Right. They get space invaders in Japan. Oh, man. Was the Japanese virtual boy very similar to the u.s one look like it color and everything yeah library was not much more i think it was a few more what have they got 19 19 i was right yeah man i'm smart so yeah they had 19 total games but it didn't last any longer over there so yeah it's i mean for anyone who's gotten hands on with the hardware one that works properly with both lenses some of the games it does pull off a neat effect, but I guess I've never sat down in a, in a virtual boy session and been like, yes, this was definitely, they were on to something here. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like, I love the PlayStation VR, but that's not the way I want to actually play games long-term. So it is neat. And it's definitely arguably, I guess, Nintendo's biggest, most public failure, right? Like as far as like, they actually put out the product. Because I guess you could argue whether the DD sixty four DD like actually went to market. Like it was like mail order, right? Maybe the Satella view was also pretty bad, but yeah. arguable. So I don't know. I got the sweet book to read now. So thanks, Jeremy Parrish, and special thanks to Chris Kohler. Apparently, I like both of those people. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a big book for just a. Small amount of games. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of forward um, on the system, and then I did a page 
or two. It looks like multiple pages in some of these. I think honestly, I think it's just transcriptions of his virtual boy work series. Like I think all these books are just like oh. the, the, the dialogue behind the videos that he puts on YouTube for free. So if you're not into the book, Jeremy Parrish's works series. They've got like NES works, game boy works, virtual boy works. Those are all very informative. Good. I will say Jeremy Parrish is kind of dry, but he's very good in the historical context of um, what he does and what he loves about gaming. So I recommend. Plus that's one that he can actually finish. Yes. Whereas I think the NES stuff, it was like <laughs> the NES works. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he kind of dropped off that. There's just so much garbage on there too. Right. Mm. Yep. And now I got handprints all over it. See, I hate like ref- nice shiny books. Cause now it's all smudged up. This is going to gotta wear gloves when you read. It's going to go on my backlog of like, I'm going to read these one day books. I've got like four of them sitting on my nightstand right now. Not a good thing. I've, I've got, I got one that I was really excited about on like a uh, music. I don't know who the author is anymore. He's like a he was a music journalist at like the like height of like the pop punk like rise like late late nineties like early two thousands. And he like interviewed a bunch of bands and it's like kind of all of that combined. And I have yet to touch it, but it's it's next to my bed. It's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. so we're i mean obviously i'm a gaming this is a gaming podcast not a reading podcast so that's probably why we should be a reading podcast yeah should we do book reports and stuff i mean i probably wouldn't contribute mm. a whole lot well you could you no. could read us like uh you could translate amazing books from spanish culture and Transcribe them for Andy and I. Because you're bilingual. Yo soy, yo soy. Diablo. El gato. (laughs) Yo soy el gato. Diablo. Yeah, you know more Spanish than you thought. Man. That's good stuff. Wabos. Well, do you want to take, do you you want to take us out here, Biff? Unless anybody's, any final closing thoughts? Oh, also, for anyone listening, if it wasn't clear, Andy is the definitive winner of Whoa. No, 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 I'm taking it back. Your bonus point, you, you didn't sweep it. Changing it. Sorry. This was rigged. Yeah. So sick of this. So do you want want me to take you guys out in Spanish? What would yes. you like? What language? Just pick a language. I'll go with it. Oh, gosh. German. Das. <laughs> Foosball, Foosball, Wiener Snitchel, Bratwurst, Wurst. I don't know. All right. Thanks for putting up with us tonight. We're so glad that you're listening. You can send us emails, weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media Twitter, Facebook, not Instagram. And you can find all things weekend rental at weekendpodcast.com. As always, friends, be kind. Rewind. Bananan. Sh- Shakira Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> Soap balls. <laughs> uh. Uh.